0: Steph, so wherever you're joining in live with us today whether you're joining us on youtube or facebook live we are so happy and grateful to have you take out time, time out of your schedule to be with this this evening morning or afternoon wherever you're uh, uh joining us from for episode number three of the series who wouldn't serve a god like this so it is my goal my mission and my desire To share with the world the crisis that God has permitted in our lives that is or was used to strengthen our faith and the victories that we've experienced to above all glorify God and to help others. Wow. So go ahead and go ahead and invite your friends. Go ahead and invite your family to join in live with us with none other than Deidre Calcoat, Cal- you definitely are in for a treat. So our featured guest this evening is Deidre Calcote. She is a certified transformation life coach who learned as an adult that she was adopted. She has both personal and career experiences with in the areas of child abuse and neglect, behavioral health, develop developmental disabilities foster care and adoption. She has dedicated over 30 years to child and families, children and families serving systems in Arizona. Deidre has walked through many life traumas, including feelings of being unworthy, unloved and unaccepted. She has overcome many of those challenges to become a life coach, suicide interventionist, respected trainer and motivational speaker. Deidre has recently retired. Yay for retirement. Woo! Congratulations on that. She has recently retired from state services to begin support, motivate and train others through her practice. Go within, not without LLC. So congratulations and welcome, welcome, welcome Deidre to Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This?
1: Thank you, Pamela. Thank you so very much for allowing me to be here with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. So go ahead mm-hmm. and share with our audience who is Deidre? I know that I read your bio and we know what your bio says. So, who is Deidre Calcote, according to Deidre? And what happened to Deidre? that traumatic thing that happened
1: my life has been traumatic it's just amazing how the lord works i um i was adopted i was the ninth of ten children and grew up not knowing my adoptive family um decided not to tell me that i was adopted and and i understand and i understand why you know And when I learned that I was adopted, my mother disowned me and I call my mother, my adoptive mother, because I didn't know my birth mother at that time. And she, um, my mother raised me and and my birth mother birthed me and I Mm. love them both. So let Mm -hmm. me, let me make that real clear. I love them both. I, I'm sure a combination of both of them. I learned that later in life and I love when I hear that. And so for others who have, Who are adopted and parents who are thinking about not telling their children let me tell you it's a hard thing to learn later in life who you are when you thought you were one thing and you find out you're something else
2: absolutely
1: my older brother who was there when i was born has come to stay with me for a couple of days on vacation a while back and i said to um, my king i said let me know if I act like him or look like him or do anything. Of course, we're sitting here talking and chopping it up. And of course, Johnny would say, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, so, I
0: see some things. I see some similarities. I see it, but but mm-hmm.
1: so, so I'm grateful for that. But what happened was, um, I learned at a later age that I was had been adopted, and my family had been around me all of my life, and I didn't know it. Um, wow. In our community in Chicago, we call uh, the elders aunts and uncles, Mm -hmm. uh, grandmother and grandfather, cousins, Mm -hmm. and they were really my family, and I didn't know that. Wow. So Harkin, uh, years later, I told my adoptive mother that I knew this was after I had probably my junior, senior year of college, Mm -hmm. and she disowned disowned me. Um, She decided that I was no longer a part of her life or the siblings that I grew up with or her family. And that was a, a hard pill to swallow because that's all I had. That's all I knew. So um,
0: she was your
1: adoptive mom.
0: She adopted you at birth. So yes. let's go back and ask. Let, let me go back and dissect that a little bit if you don't mind.
1: No problem.
0: Okay, so she had, how did she come to adopt you?
1: So that that's a story. What happened was, um, my mother could not, my birth mother could not have another child um, because she was on receiving assistance and would have lost her assistance. So uh, her brother, my uncle, knew my adoptive mother and uh, told her about me. Um, I was born by a midwife. Mm. So um, years later, and so I know I keep pulling me back as we need to, but years later when I go to get my, my original birth certificate, The young man scratching his head because he can't find an original wow so after that i go to my brother's house i'm like why can't they find an original brother what's going on and the story came out that i was born by a midwife in my adoptive parents names so i never had a formal adoption
0: wow so she was a relative of yours
1: you
0: said no she was not a relative of yours
1: no, okay. no. This was a uh, a friend of the families. Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. And so that. I grew up in a in a home that, out to the world, looked wonderful. I was, I went to Catholic school all my life. Had vacation every summer. Weekends we travel, um, but behind the scenes, we were. I was abused physically and emotionally. Wow. Um I don't blame her, she did the best she could and I think I turned out okay. Um, you know, I, I, right. So, but um, we, we've had our off and ons and when I went, I couldn't have children. And so when I decided to adopt, um, she came over to see my baby and said to me, you don't, you don't need to tell her she looks so much like you. And so I had to struggle again, you know, I had to go within to say, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Mama. We're going to tell her from the beginning. Um, Mm. and all this time, the Lord was not only dealing with me, but also showing me the way I needed to go. Right. And so my mother, um, passed away, she was dying and I got a call. We had a, this love-hating relationship up and down mm-hmm. and I go to see her and I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and she lives two hours away in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And I go to the hospital to see her and I go in and I look at her and say, hi, mom, how you doing? And she looked me in my eye and she said to me, I made one mistake in life and that was adopting you. Wow. And I said to her, Mommy, you don't mean that. Yeah,
0: go ahead.
1: I, I don't know how I did it, I, but I can tell you what happened. The minute she said that, something within my soul, and we know who it was, Absolutely. we know what it was, and Absolutely. I called him my daddy.
2: Absolutely. You know, our
1: father yes. said to me, But you're not a mistake.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: are not a mistake. And so I said to her, you're going to you're going to leave this world. You really shouldn't say things like that. And she turned away from me and wouldn't look at me and said, if I see you again, it will be too soon. So I left, Wow. got in my car and I love music. And so I, of course, was emotionally broken at that point, just broke down. Sure. Sure. And decided to take the back roads, the mountains back, so that I could scream and cry, so that I could listen to some CDs, music, and get myself together before I got home. Yeah. Well, there were no CDs in my car, no music CDs. Now, that never happens to this day, and I listen to Sirius or something else, you know. Right, right. I got CDs. There was one CD in my car, one. And it was on forgiveness. Wow. It was a minister who I had heard talk about a woman who forgave the killer of her only son Wow! and begged the courts not to take him to jail, to make him support her as her son would. Wow. And so I, the tears turned to, okay, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And it took a while but it came to full tilt. I now can say to you, my mother loved me dearly. She did the best she knew to do. Mm
2: -hmm. She
1: gave me a whole lot. I can advocate for others. I can cook. I can take care of myself all because mama taught me how to do that. She taught me to pray. She sent me through Catholic school. Wow. We, We had a, A life that others would have thought to be great, but behind closed doors, it was that physical and and emotional abuse. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But somebody brought me through, and we know who it is. And it ain't just somebody; it is God. He he brought me. That was a a big deal for me. And I worked all my life in the child welfare, child serving system. I've removed children from families. Mm. I've I've uh, licensed foster homes. I've done all the work and it was like, why do I need to do this? Mm -hmm. Haven't I had enough, but because my heart was there, I can tell you, I can do it and I can do it. Well, I was Mm -hmm. good at making decisions about families. Children Uh didn't be removed because they, of my feelings. It's because of what was going, it was fact. Right. And so God, God has brought me a mighty long way. And so last Tuesday,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: when I got ready to walk out of the courts for the very last time with my head high and saying, thank you, Lord, that I can now do it as Frank Sinatra says, my way. Yes. I'm ready to do it my way. I'm ready to continue the support and love to others that I can give. Wow.
0: That's amazing that is amazing that story of forgiveness now i'll tell you nobody but the holy spirit can work to orchestrate that type of pain when your adopted mother tells you that you were the biggest mistake yep that's a hard pill to swallow but God, god
1: but God, and, and, and he does more, you know, it's always, you know, we think that we want that we need that. And he always kicks it up a notch. I say my birth brother who was there when I was born, every time he calls me, he knows my need and he says to me if I don't answer or if I answer sister, he calls me sister, sister, I love you. And so that makes me know it makes me know.
0: Wow.
1: And where you, I thought I came from unloved. Yeah. When I, the first time I talked to him, he said to me, he named my birth date and said, every July 27th. Now I'm shocked. We lost our mother to you. Wow. And that was because she mourned me. And I felt that I was unworthy and unloved.
2: Yeah.
1: But when you look at the real deal, Mm-hmm. I had all kind of love around me. And mm-hmm. that's the love of a mother who, who wasn't near me, who didn't see me. Right. So it's my earthly mother who was, who loved me enough to give me up yes, could do that. What does our heavenly father give us?
0: Absolutely. 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 What a God.
1: What a what God. A God. Mm. Is,
0: can you look back and, and see that it was for your, it was better that you were pulled out of that particular situation with being raised with your birth mother than, you know, when you look at the whole picture, because yes. God knows the whole picture, the beginning and the end. And it didn't feel good when we go through these different trials and different traumas. It doesn't feel good in the process. But on the other side of that, it even when i look back at mine i'm like wow god thank you because he will give you double portion of gifts (laughs) double 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 for your trouble
1: Mm, yes i do and you know that's the good thing i'm grateful to him for allowing me to get to that point because for many year i didn't understand and i didn't know what to do and and the story that i told was all around the trauma
2: Mm-hmm. And now,
1: when I tell my story, I can tell you the other side of it. Yeah, you know, uh, her name—I tell you, Johnny May. That was my mama. Johnny May didn't take no stuff,
2: mm. but she
1: raised us to be women and wow. ladies, and mm-hmm. she did everything she knew to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were issues there, but yeah, I had—I had a good life. If I say that, it's the truth. I had—I had a good life, yes. and I can always look at the bad but I prefer to look at the good.
0: I know that's right.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: I know that's right. Because we all can look at the bad in the mm-hmm. situation, but God, we, we, when we look at the whole picture and on the, on on the other side, all we can say is just, thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you. Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you for choosing me to go through this. Yes. And yes. that's what we're here for. just to be able to, now we can be able to share our story with the world, And to be able to help others so that they can get through whatever they're going through. Mm -hmm. Whatever trial, whatever trauma that you are experiencing in your life, that's what we're here for. So that we can give back and we can help you get through and let you know that God is a God that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And he is working on your behalf.
1: Yes, yes. And let me tell you, I've talked about my mother, but I had a fabulous daddy. Come on now. I mean, my earthly father that raised me
2: Mm -hmm.
1: was a custodian, he was a janitor and he worked hard. And so, for a while there, um, that's all I knew. And when Mm -hmm. I heard about my birth father, he Mm -hmm. was a pharmacist. So, girl, I got it all. Let me tell you. you (laughs) you
2: Wow.
1: Did he show up and show up? I mean, I am, I am living proof. Yes. And so that's why I say you got, you're got absolutely right. You got this. Yes. And we can do this. And with support from others like you and I and doing the right thing and supporting, absolutely. We, we got this. Absolutely. It, ain't no way I was in Tucson without any CDs of music. Ain't no way. It, exactly. It's just no
0: way. And have you listened to that? forgiveness yes you know what you needed and especially at that time oh you need it i need to be guided through that those processes of forgiveness yes yes and, and pains
1: you know sometimes we don't think like when we're kids and you get a shot right yes it, it, that hurts
0: it hurts for <laughs> a better
1: good right
0: that's right that's right for sure it is
1: Yes, yes for
0: sure it is yes. but it's for our good you better know that yes. it's for the good mm-hmm. it yes is it, is. Good. It, so really it is. good you want to answer some questions
1: absolutely
0: okay so we'll go to the chat and if you have any questions i don't see any at the moment but if you have any questions go ahead and give stream your permission to uh see your name and put your Comments or questions in the chat. Okay, so that we can see it on this side. I know that it will show up on Facebook on both sides, but mm-hmm. we're not able to see it on this particular system unless you give StreamYard per- uh, permission. Okay, so if you all would if you all have any questions or comments for myself or either Deidre, then go ahead and put those comments in the comment section. All right. We'll give them 10 seconds to do so. (laughs) And uh, so do you have anything else that you would like to share with our audience today?
1: You know, Pamela, you and I, when we were talking, I was telling you about I I wasn't able to um, have children. And I kept getting pregnant, but I kept losing. And so it was it was in time to have a hysterectomy. And I, you know, I'm one of those I want to do it myself. I had I we that. had adopted a baby, mm-hmm. and she was 11 months old, um, and she had just learned to walk. And so my husband was home with her, and um, I was depressed. They had taken my energy. I was no longer gonna even be able to try. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do anything. I just laid there, and you know, when you're in the hospital, they tell you you have to void. You have to void yeah. to go home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't care. I was laying there. I was fine. You know, I was not out in no pain. I was depressed. And they called my husband and told him to bring my baby. And when they came, and when they got ready to leave, now this little girl, just learning to walk, looked at me and said, "Mom, uh, my mom, mama." You know how they do the backwards?
2: Yes, yes.
1: Mom, mama. Oh. girl didn't I start pushing that button oh. what, what you need me to do bring me some water bring yeah. me some juice right. bring me, <laughs> right. i gotta go home my baby needs me so again god showed up and showed out right. where i wanted to take that and wallow and and really go within yeah. he wouldn't allow that he wouldn't it allow me to take that my baby came in and said let's go it was time to go
0: right yeah, he will he will send the babies and the children shall leave them you know he will send different um he will send different uh, alerts
2: mm-hmm.
0: and different nuggets in our mm-hmm. path you know to let us know that he's there
2: mm-hmm. i
0: remember experiencing him literally i mean i was going through it breaking down through my situation, and I remember him literally wrapping his loving arms around me. I felt it. Yep. I felt it. Mm-hmm. So, um, him being able to feel his, allow you to feel his presence.
2: Mm, yes.
0: Yes. That's powerful.
2: Powerful. And I'm
0: so grateful yes. that you know he chose me for such a time as this. I'm so grateful that he chose you for such a time as this and so many others around the world. So okay. I'm seeing some uh, questions come in. So Tammy, hey
2: Tammy,
0: she says, can you explain how, when you were going through, did you reach out to certain people? Okay, do you understand that question?
1: I believe okay. I do.
0: Okay, Tammy, be a little bit more specifically what's that heart for you not for food what's that heart for you
1: oh my god it was hard because i i you know i was born i in a family that you know you didn't talk about what went on at home what was going on mm-hmm. the one thing that my mother always allowed was for us to have therapy and see people and so through all that i had gone through i had been okay with going to talk to a therapist about things I was okay with when my daughter was old enough to know that she was adopted that we see a therapist I was okay when my marriage fell apart um, going to see a therapist when my father died so I it was not easy for me to talk to people around me because our neighborhood was such a close-knit
2: mm-hmm.
1: but my aunt, my mother's sister lived across the street from us. And so my godmother and my cousins were right there. And although they knew and would never tell me, they were afraid of my mom. Mm-hmm. They would not say anything. They were very supportive of me. Mm-hmm. So I believe the whole community was there for me. But I didn't reach out much because it was, it was was sc- I was scared. You know, it was scary for me.
0: So at, at what point did you find out what what age did you find out that you were adopted? I-,
1: I I was um you know and I'm a terrible historian and I'm sure that's because you know tra- it, the trauma, trauma.
0: I believe it is the trauma. Mm-hmm.
1: So where we're you have
0: in- where you have selective memory or suppress you know you suppress so much stuff.
1: Yes. Yes. There was a, a guy that I was dating that said to me, I, I love you, but I'll never be able to marry you because I don't know who you are. Um, and that's how I learned that I was adopted. Um, he, uh, My father had passed at that point from cancer. And when I say my father, I mean my adopted father, not my birth father, because I okay. never met him. Okay. Um, my father had passed and um, I um, knew then that I was adopted and and didn't tell my mother until, Close to time for me to finish college.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I know that was traumatic. Yeah. you talking about a, a boyfriend told you? Yep. Yep. He said that he didn't know who who were?
1: Yes. Wow. He really did. I, you know what? I'm very grateful that he's no longer, thank God he's no longer around because I think mm-hmm. I deck him one today. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for your good. It was, absolutely, I'm teasing Yes, I, yes. I am non-violent But someday yes. you know, no, I, 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 I get it
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get it But I, I, I believe that it's so important To Tell the truth Yes. The Bible says the truth Will set you free And Satan always wants us to hide Those truths And cover it up But once you Shine light on it it frees you yes and allows you to walk into who you really and truly are yes it helps you to uh identify with who you are as a person you know as why you act the way you do yes. if you notice you don't look like your other siblings if you are, are, are like if you are an only child you don't look like your parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Mm, I don't act. Where did I get this, you know, characteristic from? Where did I get this from? You just don't know who you are, and living that lie it does nothing but um, keep you in bondage.
1: That's right, and it festers. Yes, and, it does. And, and believe me, I know as an adoptive parent, there's a lot of pain of rejection from another yes, source yes, when you is. gotta tell your child. That you didn't come from, she didn't come, or he or she didn't come from your stomach, but they came yeah. from your heart. There's yeah. that possibility that they will reject you as well. But let me tell you, you it's better me as an adult to go through that pain yes. than to allow my child in my mind. And that's what I, I spread. And that's what I tell people when I license them as foster and adoptive parents. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to tell the truth.
0: You have to tell the truth.
1: I mm-hmm. get why you don't want to. I get yeah. it, because exactly. pain is pain. But you yeah. got you got to go to your higher source. You got to go to JC. You got to go to your now. daddy, whatever you want to call it. Come on now. But you you got you got to do it.
0: You have to do
1: it. It it really serves all when you tell the truth.
0: Absolutely, and it and you will walk in freedom. Yes, you don't have to walk in. You know, having that thought of somebody talking about you, you know, the neighbor or the person, whoever you run into or being afraid of somebody telling your child the truth. If you tell them the truth from birth, then you can walk that out together. You can help that child through the healing process and, you know, just walk in truth because it will benefit you. It will serve you yes to walk in truth because mm-hmm. then you can walk in the freedom yes of living your true self
1: yes yes
0: okay yes. it doesn't serve you well to do that
1: okay. so i've been on both sides of that coin i i get it i yes. understand it you know yes. I, I i really do
0: absolutely yes.
1: absolutely
0: yes. so i really appreciate, thank you so much tammy for uh your question, that is amazing. And if we don't help anybody but one person, you know, to be able to um to help them through that situation. in whatever, you know, if whatever anything that we say resonate with you, then we've done our
1: job. That's right. That's right. We have done our job.
0: And but God just let allow the Lord to move within you, allow the Lord to speak to you, be consciously aware and and be in tune with, you know, when he gives you, when he speaks to you, he'll give you different alerts and he will, you know, give you opportunities to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. It always, it says, he will always give you a way of escape. He yes. will always give you a way of escape. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Always. Yep. And he will give you that opportunity. And if you don't take that opportunity, that window of opportunity will close and then you will suffer in that Yeah. a little bit longer yep. and then another opportunity will come
2: mm-hmm.
0: for you to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And you will be like in this, you know, state of limbo. Oh, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? Should I not? Mm-hmm. And if you don't listen, that window of opportunity will close again, and you suffer in that again. Okay, a little bit longer. But free, be free, live in God's freedom, yes. so that you can start walking down that path to peace. Yes. start Healing those broken pieces. And that's the reason, you know, I mean, man, that's what, that's what we're here for.
2: That's right.
0: God gave me this, uh, podcast, this broadcast to, uh, broken pieces to peace so that we can help people go from those broken pieces to peace.
1: Yes. And let me tell you, it's not just your mental peace. It's your physical health. Physical, come on four down. Four yeah. All week because that stuff gets in you and will mess you up, you know, yeah. inflammation. They're doing all kinds of stuff about that stuff. Yeah. And of course, I just came from the acupuncturist a few minutes ago. Mm. You know, and She's talking about the inflammation in my body. And I'm like, it's leaving. Mm, come on god. now i'm that's laying right. there with being stuck with the needles and just know thank you god you, you me. Lord.
0: yes exactly exactly it's healing yes it's healing yes. it's healing but yes. when you're walking around in that pain it just you know it festers and it lingers with you and it causes illnesses and it's not good okay
1: that's not why we're here
0: that's not why we're here we're here to live in peace and it's a beautiful thing to live in peace and 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 serenity tell it and walk Come in up the up freedom up. that god has has passed for us that he wants for you
1: every time every yeah. time thank, yeah. so thank you so beautiful. much
0: thank you mm-hmm. thank you for this amazing conversation and i pray that uh someone was blessed by something that we said. Yes. And I appreciate Deidre Calco for spending this time with me. Tammy says, y'all have been a true blessing. Y'all have truly blessed me. Praise God for that. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Yes, yes. And so that concludes our time together So I wanna thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much Deidre for spending this time with us and for helping us walk through those broken pieces to a life of peace.
1: Pamela, thank you for being such a great facilitator and host, Oh God bless you, my sister. Thank you so very much.
0: Praise God, praise God. So if you want to get in touch with Deidre, let me see here. You can follow her on TikTok. Woo! I haven't gotten there yet, but <laughs> that's gonna be nice. TikTok at uh TikTok forward slash at D E E C sixty one and on Instagram at D
1: my last name calcote Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, D C A L C O A T E. The number 2 forward slash. Okay? So you can follow her on Instagram or either TikTok if you want to uh reach out to her and get more information. Okay? Perfect. So is there anything else that you would like to say or promote?
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No. You know what? this is going to be exactly what it's supposed to be. Like you said, if we have touched one person and Tammy, thank you for that. That's why we are here. I feel so honored and blessed to be here. Thank you again.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you, Deidre. And I want you all to join us uh, in the morning for the Bible reading. So we're, all right, go and read the Bible with you 365 days of the year. We read the whole Bible in 365 days. So I definitely want you to join us for that. And join us next week where I will have another amazing guest sharing their story on how to bring Go Through Your Broken Pieces to Peace. So thank you all so much for joining us. And you all have a blessed evening. And that concludes our broadcast, podcast, bye take care, bye for now.